Welcome to Awake, the sleep apnea podcast, brought to you by the American Sleep Apnea Association. Visit us at sleepapnea.org. Today, Eugenia Brooks sits down for an interview about her life before and after treatment. This interview was originally recorded in 2019. Thank you for joining us and enjoy. Hi, Gina. Thank you so much for, for being here. Um, I have a few questions for you. Um, tell me a little bit about your life before treatment for sleep apnea. My life before treatment was, well, it was life. I was one of four kids. Um, I had to finish raising my brothers and sisters. My mother passed away, early death. Um, I managed to get the family through, put everybody through college, and then put myself through college. Uh, I had a daughter of my own, got her through school. Um, I worked various places. I got involved with politics out on Long Island. Um, I worked for Reader's Digest. That was my first job. Um, I worked for Garrett Oil Corporation, you know, bounced around looking for your niche. My niche, right? And really motivated because of having my younger siblings. Motivated for making the money to pay the bills and keep the roof over the head. You know, um, and then finally, when I put myself through school, I came to realize that my natural thing was, you know, helping people. I was always doing something for somebody, and so... That kind of led me into social work. Okay. Um, tell me a little bit about your life after you started treatment. Oh, that was like life at the ruptus, you know, because I was a very active person, dancing, in the you know physical stuff, softball, jogging, stuff like that, and you know I started having bouts of bronchitis, and it started becoming more and more frequent, um, and you know viral infections, and um, finally somebody took a look down my throat and said, oh, that's not good. And so that was the first time I heard sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. But they went in, they did a uvatonsillectomy or whatever that is, took everything out. The guy smacked me on the back and said, you'll be fine now, you know, go back to your life. You got nothing else to worry about. That was 2003. By June of 2004, the job that I had had to let me go because I was sounding like Darth Vader. I had gained nearly 100 pounds. Uh, I was in the worst condition ever. Um, Obviously, it wasn't the end of the sleep apnea. For me, it was only the beginning. Mm -hmm. I lost my job. I lost my home. I lost my car. I lost everything. I ended up having to call some friends in the social service network and have them put me into a drop-in center to, you know, survive. Okay. And then when you got diagnosed and started the PAP treatment, how did that? (laughs) Well, that didn't come until 18 months after going, because... Once I went into the system, okay, they did eventually send me to St. Vincent's for the sleep test. And and they 
found out, okay, then the diagnosis became official. But because I was in the shelter system, they would difficult. not give me anything until I was placed yep. in a permanent housing. So do you, you're using a PET went, machine right now, right? Yes, I okay. am. How yes, do you I feel? Am. I mean, your body, just you know the what? difference. The difference is astronomical. You know, I, I, I wake up, I, first of all, feel rested. I feel energized because, you know, lack of sleep screws with everything. Okay. You lose your sex drive, you lose, you become depressed, you become irritable. I mean, you just, there's just all sorts of things that go on with you that are not normal to you. But the, the lack of sleep, okay, yeah. just takes you there. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit what has worked for you and not worked when it comes to your sleep apnea. Okay, nobody wants to be tethered, okay, and least of all a free spirit like me. So, I mean, you know, the hose is not long enough, but then, again, how long does the hose have to be? Uh, I think the biggest problem is that mask, and it's not just so much that you've got on this Darth Vader-type mask, but um, in order for it to be comfortable on your face, it has that little flexible thing going on, but then as the e the night wears on, your facial oils and sure. you know sweat, okay, it starts to give way, and then it starts making all these ridiculous noises. And if you have a partner, okay, it's disturbing to them as much as to you. Because I mean, I wake up and I'm like, who's farting? <laughs> you know, and, or it squeals or whatever type of noise it decides to make at that point in time. This is going on intermittently. So once you get enough rest, it's not that you've had enough rest, but that you, you've gotten enough rest to be able to Function. notice that it's happening. That's disturbing your rest because, you know, you, you, certain noises in your what's supposed to be empty room. Yeah. You know? So what has worked for you? How does it work for I mean, me? I mean, what has worked? Anything about the treatment worked? I mean... It does work. I mean, I wear the mask, okay, and how I feel the next day is 100% better than before I had the mask, okay? okay? So what it is is, you know, I be an adult about it and realize that my life is better using it than it is not and so you live with the downside of it so with that what advice would you give other folks who have sleep apnea what i would tell i would tell them you know pull up your big boy or big girl pants and wear the mask because it's the difference between life and death and that's the long and the short of it you need to breathe and in order to live so such as the mask is, yes, it has its issues, okay, but you know what? It's better than dead. That's true. Any other comments to add? Thank you very much for doing this, okay? I have literally waited the 15 years that I've been permanently disabled for this moment in time when people start moving to try to bring this into the new millennium. Well, I'm looking for improvements all the time, so thank you. Thank you.
Thanks for joining us today. Visit sleepapnea.org to get more video, audio, and blogged content. Also, you can register at sleepapnea.org to be included in the conversation and updated whenever new programs are available. We hope you all stay safe. We're in this together, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.